0: The primary purpose of the ADRC is to provide customers with unbiased information about services that will meet their needs. This includes sharing information with customers about all agencies that provide needed services. The ADRC does not endorse or recommend any specific agency or service provider, including those that have chosen to sponsor or participate in an interview for this podcast. Welcome to the Journey Ahead podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley i'm tom from volume one which presents this podcast in partnership with the aging and disability resource center of eau claire county with support from our sponsors grace home respiratory and all-star elevator and mobility solutions here's your host lisa wells
1: i'm lisa wells dementia care specialist with the aging and disability resource center of eau claire county and you're listening to a podcast on aging well in the chippewa valley the goal of the podcast is to provide education about aging well living with dementia and staying active and healthy in the community. So thank you for joining us. Today we are discussing friendships as we age. Did you know that friendships are good for your health? According to Mayo Clinic, friends play a significant role in promoting overall health. Adults with strong social connections have a reduced risk of many significant health problems, including depression, high blood pressure, and cognitive decline. In fact, studies have found that older adults who have meaningful relationships and social support are likely to live longer than their peers with fewer connections. However, one in three adults say they lack regular companionship, and one in four say they feel isolated from other people at least part of the time. As we age, it can become more difficult to find friends and develop close relationships due to moving away, widowhood, the death of a friend, caregiving, or failure to find the time to sustain friendships. So joining us today are good friends, Jerry Krause and Tamara Fanjoy. Jerry was born in Puerto Rico. She was raised in Merrill, Wisconsin, and has lived in Eau Claire for the past 38 years, and Tamra's been in Eau Claire for about 26 years moving from Arizona. She's originally from Frederick, Wisconsin. So Jerry and Tamra met while serving on the worship team at their local church and have been friends for about 26 years. So Tamara and Jerry, thank you for being with us here today.
2: Thanks so, for inviting us. Yeah, this sure. Is, this is great. So let's talk a little bit about how you first met and
1: well, I'll let you talk about that first and then let's get into how long did it take for you to feel
2: like that, you were actually good friends? Well, we met on the worship team at Valleybrook Church. That's right. Where Jerry was working. That's right. And um, I connected with Jerry immediately. Yeah, it was, it was pretty much, I think there's that
1: sense of connection. Sometimes you meet somebody and you go, oh, that's a nice person, but um, we laughed right away i Mm -hmm. think we had some fun things that we just connected and music uh was there also so that was pretty cool so you had that common connection the music yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so then how long do you think it felt or how long did it did did it take for you to become like we're good friends or did you start meeting for coffee did you start doing things right away or what how did what did that look like do you remember that far back i remember um uh, being on the worship team, it was pretty regular. Mm-hmm. So there was consistency. It was sometimes it was almost every week. And so that made a difference. So we'd see each other. And then, I don't know, I think we just, I can't really remember. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, we did connect outside of that. And we saw each other weekly at church, even when we weren't on the worship team. So I think that played a,
2: a factor. And we became invested in each other's lives, yeah, Our husbands became friends, yep. and we really became friends with each other's kids. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, her kids became my kids. Well, I remember... Because we were so
1: close. Yes, my daughter, didn't she babysit at one point for... She did, for a couple times for my daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, so you had that connection, uh, the music, then the families, and then you just started getting together more and more, and you just felt that relationship really growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we started... It it became not just about us, but our kids, our spouses, and then our extended families. I I remember, <laughs> I'm a little emotional right now, actually just thinking about meeting Tamara's uh, mom, who recently passed. And I remember Vani and how she laughed and she smiled at me. I just, you know... We were in each other's families, mm-hmm. and that was huge. I remember you meeting my crazy Puerto Rican mama, Oh, too. I loved your mom.
2: Yeah. My <laughs> She'd say, my jitty. That's she was, right. It was so sweet. Her, her accent yeah. was so strong, and she loved so deep. You know, she'd touch you, and yeah, yeah, she was...
1: So we knew each other's families, and we always knew what was going on, and... Um, We became like family. I'm getting all choked up. I didn't Mm -hmm. expect this. (laughs) So before you you became friends, were you like looking for a friend or did you have other friends? I mean, what what was it about like all of a
2: sudden you've got this new person in your life? That's a good question because I was looking for friends because I was new here. Mm -hmm. I had just moved to Eau Claire, so I didn't really know people. Um, I had one good friend. She was the first friend I met here. But uh, aside from that, I had my sisters. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for camaraderie and in the community at church because I had left a church that I was very strong in at home. Yeah. And I had some friends, but we
1: had, my husband and I had kind of, um, we decided to help plant that church that we started in 1993. So we knew some people. So that was helpful for us but when Tamara came along there was something clearly just special um, and so we became friends. Not going to make me get serious. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> so why do you suppose your friendship has lasted and grown over the years? I guess you kind of you kind of talked about that a little bit in the beginning about how you know, you're your, your husbands and your families, and you got to really know um, each other's families and really enmeshed in each other's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Is that- yeah. It sounds beautiful and like a story, like, oh, there was never any problem. But there were in the sense that we're still human beings. We still had our differences, and we had to kind of uh, decide how we were going to deal with those Differences of opinion, differences in approach, stuff like that.
2: And um, so we had our bumps, right? We absolutely did. But the one thing that I think has remained true through our whole friendship is that um, we both have to put into the relationship. It doesn't just happen. And real friendship comes through hardship, too, Absolutely. you have to work through those hard things. And if you can't, you don't remain friends, right. But in that
1: hardship, there's that vulnerability, oh, yeah, that willingness that do I trust you enough for mm-hmm. this? Will are you a safe person? Are you going to hold my uh, confidentiality stuff? Are you going to judge me and think I'm stupid? Or and silly. so something like that, it takes time to develop that. It right does. Mm-hmm. It does. But I mean, it happens little. By little, you just kind of, you open the door and I let Tamara in a little and she let, oh, I remember times Tamara was guarded at times, pretty guarded early on. And I don't mean in a bad way. I mean in a way that people are because you don't want to be hurt. But then I remember the moments that that door was open and it just, and it also made a difference in my life to know I was being trusted. And so I did not want to let
2: disappoint you in that at all yeah and and we struggled through some things. There's been a lot of tears. oh my gosh, a lot more laughter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we've had tears, and not just tears of um, I feel wounded or I feel this, tears of coming together and just feeling that trust to the you know to my core that yep, I can tell you anything mm-hmm. and I can feel that you're feeling the pain with me. Mm-hmm. That not empathy. thinking. Yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. So trust is a huge huge thing. And so yes, we did become fast friends, but it our relationship has just molded into something beautiful over the years and deeper and much deeper. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jerry will ever be out of my life. Oh thank God. <laughs> I mean, she's she's always going to be that person that go-to person. She's going to be my my first phone call, Ooh. you know, well, maybe my second or third, because <laughs> I have some really special
1: sisters too. That's, but that's <laughs> for sure. No, and I, and I don't, and I think that's another part is that, um, even though we know we hold a special part in each other's hearts, there's that sense of, it's not the only, right. I mean, that we know that there are other people, you know, that I have other people in my life who love me too. Mm-hmm. But there's something, and I know that for you too, but I think there's that significance. And so there's not a jealousy in that. I mean, and I think that's amazing because mm-hmm. some people I've seen that. Mm. Well, I think there's some real beauty in developing friendships as we get older or as in older years versus, I mean, think about friendships that you had when you were young. Yeah, There was maybe not the safety net there. There was... Oh, maybe there was some competition. You know, just Mm -hmm. think about how you're, just think of as you've gotten older, how you're a different person than you were when you were a teenager, your 20s, your 30s, even your 40s. Just how, what a, it's different. Absolutely different. I mean, I think um, every decade has come with that sense of, oh, the 40s are awesome. And then I remember throwing that surprise Birthday party for your 50th where everybody dressed up. Remember, Tam?
2: In the 70s I and 80s. because I was, who did I dress as? I don't know. Oh, she's kind of a sloppy musician, so let's not just no, say. No,
1: that's okay. But it was the 70s and 80s, and it was so fun. But every decade was kind of like, okay, this is good. And now we're in our 60s. And it's like, wait a minute, our 60s? What does this mean? But there's a sense of being more comfortable in our own skin. Mm-hmm. And accepting and learning. And I don't know, that's the good thing. Even though some things are changing physically, gravity is not my friend as much (laughs) as I didn't, I never really thought about gravity before. But um, anyway, so now I'm just, uh, um, I don't know, I feel like we're in a better place um, emotionally. But physically, things change, and we have to accept it. I don't know. We're not fighting so But much. I
2: do think that, you know, in our 50s, we're like, I'm not going to get older. Oh, yeah. And remember when you were like 18, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I hope I look as good as her when I'm in my 20s, you know, <laughs> like it was a big deal. Yeah. And then now it's like, that's not my main objective. Mm-hmm. Do I want to be healthy mm-hmm. and whole? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I've accepted a lot more things, and you know... Wrinkles come for a reason. Our children do things to us. Gray hairs, they (laughs) pop in for a reason. Mm -hmm. Husbands are not always the ones to Mm -hmm. keep us joyful, so those gray hairs (laughs) just have to creep in for protection. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And don't you wish that you had the wisdom? You think about all the wisdom that you've gained over all your experiences, Mm -hmm. um, life trauma, all the things that you've had in your life. Don't you wish you would have had some of that wisdom when you were younger? But then again, you know, I don't know. Well, I do. And oftentimes that's why I want to share it. Um, Mm -hmm. But the problem lies in this, in the idea that, um, remember when you were younger, how open were you to hearing that advice from anybody? At that time, you weren't, you didn't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. You kind of knew. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. And so. You thought you knew everything. mm -hmm, Right. Mm -hmm. So I think as much as, you want to share it? I mean, I think it's fine to share it, but don't expect big changes because people have to go through the same stuff that you had to go through, mm-hmm, right. the same kinds of things, um, in order to gain that wisdom and insight.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the fun though—we've done so many fun things mm-hmm. to grow our relationship too. Not—I mean, we've, we're talking about the hard things we've done, mm-hmm. but we've done cross-country trips to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps leaving a purse in a parking lot that we had to drive back to get several miles. Oh <laughs>
1: yes, I apologize. <laughs> and Again. singing
2: around the piano, yeah. to just sit at the piano, the laughter we've had at the piano and the tears we've had at the piano where our hearts come together and we're playing music and singing together. And it's just been a, a, a melding of of our lives through everything, yeah, through our families, through our beliefs, through our musicianship, through our artistic and our... Sometimes quirky ways. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: (laughs) Yes, and one thing I need to say about Tamara Um, when we're out shopping or just taking a walk, um, there's one thing I've really always appreciated about you, and I want to be more like you in this. And I don't know if I've told you this, but you have a real sense of liking or not liking something, okay? (laughs) You are like, oh, I'll put on this dress and you're like, uh-uh, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, that's not the one, Jerry. Or, oh yeah, Jerry, that's beautiful. Or we'll be walking and you'll point something out and you're like, that is bad or that is horrible or that is wonderful. You just know that. And sometimes I'm just kind of wishy-washy. And so I've always really appreciated them.
2: And since you said that, Uh thank you for that. (laughs) The thing that I've always appreciated about Jerry is she has one of the most forgiving spirits Mm. I've ever met. Mm. People can do things to her where I'm just like mad for her. Mm. And she's got this spirit of forgiveness and and goes past it and beyond it where I'm more of a clinger to, oh, I really am wounded and I I sit in that Mm -hmm. longer. And you just have this beautiful way of release and and letting that go. Oh, thanks, Tam.
1: And all right, we're on a good roll here. So the other (laughs) one, and I've told you this, is Tamara's generosity. I mean, I remember times that were uh, not so, um, where you had to be quite frugal back in the day. Okay, Mm -hmm. And we all kind of did, but I remember particularly this particular time in your life and that never stopped you from being generous in the way that you can be generous. And that taught me a lot and mm-hmm. still does. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: yeah, Thank you. You know, so as I'm listening to you talk, um, I'm hearing that there is really a lot of love between the two of you. Um, you have a very rich friendship, um, a very loving friendship, a very understanding um, friendship. And I bet there's a lot of people out there that would do anything to have a friendship like you have and it's just not always easy as we get older
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, what do you what do you
2: attribute that to wow that's a, a, a big question but I think it has many answers and one thing I can say is we trust that you know we've talked about the trust but an understanding of where the other person's thoughts are and feelings are and really caring deeply for what they have to say. And, and knowing that, um, there's a special place in my heart for Jerry. And I know there's a special place in her heart for me. And we hold that sacred. That's not something we allow to be tromped on, but there needs to be intentionality. Oh my gosh, totally. In friendship because life is busy Mm -hmm. and now being you know, having lots and lots of grandchildren. That is a place that we really want to focus and and put our attention to. But unless we take time to nurture the friendship, that friendship will go away just like anything else, just like in marriages, you know. And if you're not intentional about your love for your spouse and you've been together for 30 or 40 years, you just go your separate ways and do your things and not things together. So it's a lot like that in friendship, Mm -hmm. just making sure that I'm intentional to reach out to Jerry, especially when I know things are going on in her life, and not think of it that, wow, she's not calling me. I'm not going to call her. Mm-hmm, you right. know, you, just having that mutual respect that when Jerry's got time, she'll call me. She's not intentionally pushing me out. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's really well said because
1: I think sometimes, you know, we're well, we are always human, but sometimes those thoughts can po- just pop in. Mm-hmm. Something creeps in and it's like, well, I wonder if she's even thinking of me. And it's not like those thoughts don't come in, but we have to seize those thoughts and mm-hmm. say, well, what is true? Yes. What is true about my good friend? What do I know? What do I believe about her for real? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then if that comes up, it's like, send that text. And nowadays we can send a text where mm-hmm. we couldn't do that. So that keeps a really nice connection even when we can't get together. But texts, you know, sometimes it's just, uh, it's not enough. Oh, yeah. And they can be misread or misunderstood. You don't have that inflection of um, that emotion, that feeling. You don't get that sense. So sometimes I I know I've received texts from you and you probably from me too. Well, that sounds harsh or that seems, you know, this or that. And it's like, well, wait a minute. It's a text. Just remember the context. Mm -hmm. So and yeah. I think what you're talking about that that thinking I think comes with with age don't you think? Tell me what you mean. What I mean is like if I was in my 20s I might not think that way. I might think that might think differently. I think there's some wisdom as we get older on on what we think is true. Okay, so let me let me just understand this because I do think when you're younger there's much more of a tendency to get a little bit caught up in the thoughts. Right, mm-hmm. right. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. It's like, well, she didn't call or she didn't this mm-hmm, or they didn't that mm-hmm. or so that means this. They must not care and it's like a quick, sharp judgment and then they take it and live with it instead of dealing with it or talking right. about it. And it's yeah. like life, I guess at this point, it's like it's just, let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. All the things that we fear when we were younger, we. it's not like we don't fear them anymore, but we deal with that so it doesn't, take hold like it used to, I
2: guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor, and we're going to come back and hear a little bit more from Jerry and Tamara.
0: I want to take a moment to talk about one of our sponsors, All Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Mobility challenges don't have to mean leaving the home that you love. All Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions specializes in residential and commercial elevators, stairless, scooters, and more. The All Star team offers a free home assessment, and they can help you find the products you need to get around your home and the rest of the world safely and effectively. For example, they have more than 100 scooters in stock, so you'll be sure to find one that meets your needs. You'll find All Star right here in the Chippewa Valley on Halley Road in Chippewa Falls. And they've got locations in Hudson and Lacrosse too. Learn more by calling All Star at 715-598-7511 or by visiting com or allstarelevatorllc.com. Now, back to the podcast.
1: Okay, we're back with Jerry and Tamara, and we're talking about friendships as we age. And so they've been good friends for about 26 years. And so I want to hear a little bit more about some fun memories, making memories as we age. Well, I guess I'd like to start by saying um, a lot of the memories – include a third person. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, at one point, Tamara and I ended up at a different church, and we met this other person who is also a musician, pianist, and vocalist, and we kind of liked her, and her name was Lisa Wells. <laughs> 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 so although Tamara and I had the start of this wonderful friendship, uh, somehow Lisa... We just got to meet her and, um, through music, and next thing you know, she became a part of what our, our friendship. And um, there's no looking back, there's a okay. sense of a trio. Speaking of memories, oh my gosh.
2: Did you know before you do that, Chair, Go ahead. It's really hard when you have a really strong friendship. To allow that third person in as you age. It is. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was just this knowing mm-hmm. when we became friends and when we we both welcomed Lisa in with open arms and, and that friendship has been about 20 years, I think. Yeah, but it was just when we just moved here to Eau Claire. We moved from Kansas and,
1: um, you know, I was missing my good friend from uh, Minnesota and mm-hmm. I didn't make any friends down in Kansas, so I was really, I was really longing for closeness and yeah. and friends. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And you were funny. Oh my gosh, I remember you were funny. At first, if I can be so bold, I remember, and I think you remember me telling you this, Lisa. I looked at Lisa and I thought, I just don't know about her. <laughs> and then she, we sang together, and I got to know her, and um, it was awesome. She was funny. And yeah, we anyway, so we had um, some fun times together. We actually, you know, speaking of singing, we uh, did some women's retreats where the three of us were singing together that we drive uh, a long distance and stay overnight and do the music and all that. And one time in particular, I remember Lisa had been driving oh, no. this particular <laughs> this van, her family van, because this is early on, you know, kids and all that. When everybody drove vans, and uh, uh, we're driving, and just recently, her or at that time, her car had been in serviced, and so anyway, so we're driving along, and just having, laughing, laughing, giggling about this or that, singing whatever, and all of a sudden, Lisa's like. Oh my gosh. There's something wrong with the car. It's slowing down. What what the heck? And we're like, "Oh, what what's going on?" And oh we're no. out in the country. Yes. And so it's like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And Lisa just exclaimed, "Oh my gosh. Had my foot off the pedal. <laughs> we still laugh about that anytime we're in a vehicle. So that was one I'm sure Tammy. Thank you, you for have. sharing that
2: memory of all the memories you would have to share. That, that was one. a good one, sure. <laughs> but you know, we it's fun because we can laugh at ourselves in those yeah, things. Yep. I remember you two arm wrestling at a women's retreat. Because there's no competition here, okay. Lisa's the most comp competitive. Oh my gosh, you she know a little bit. Yeah, um, beat your kids in Candyland. Candyland. That's well, kind of now. Competitive. It's be my grandkids.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so
2: good, good memories. And oh my goodness, funny ones. We can laugh till we, you know, but <laughs> we just laugh. We just enjoy laughing together and laughing at each other. Yeah. Um, I might be the comedian sometimes, so uh, you sure are scary. But yeah, we have done fun, funny things. But the travel and the time that we can spend together, um, the overnights we do and stuff are just so good because we we laugh and mm-hmm. we're. I got to share one okay. when we are on our way to Colorado. We went to this place, and we call it Ugalala, <laughs> and we were well, so it was tired. Ugalala, Nebraska. I think, it, don't they call it Ogalala? Oh, But yeah, okay. well, we called it Ogallala. Ugalala. But <laughs> we went into this, we needed a place to stay and we were so tired. And I remember we pulled into this place and it's like, okay, this seems a little sketchy, but we need a place to stay. And it was around Halloween and the guy had this icky like head in a globe. Yep. And so we're like, okay, we just got to stay. We just need a place to sleep. We get in the room and there's worms dropping out of the vents they're on the floor centipede type yeah they're just icky and so we go in to complain and they're like oh they're all over the city right now this time of year they're in the grocery stores they're on it was just disgusting but um we just decided we need to sleep so just pretend they're not there and let's just move on but that trip is just ingrained in my memory all the things and one more thing i'll add and then i'll Um, Zip it. But we went to a women's retreat, and they had this thing called the Screamer. Oh, yeah. And it was this big swing on a bungee where you went out over the canyon. It swang out over the canyon. You are up on the mountain. You're on the mountain. And it was so, so stunningly beautiful. And I remember Jerry and Lisa are like, they're all in their gear. They've got their helmets on. They're like, let's go. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And they're like, come on, let's go. And after much coaxing, I'm like, okay, let's go. And then we're ready to go. And Lisa's like, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, you just talked me into it. We're going we're gonna to do it. Oh, and we still have those pictures that are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And somebody did a video of us. And we're, they call it the screamer for a reason. As we left, you had to jump together. And they told you you had to do this together or mm-hmm. somebody could get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was just another trust moment. Because the three of us had to jump at the same time or somebody was going to get hurt. And we screamed the whole way and then (laughs) laughed and laughed and laughed afterwards because we had to talk each other into it. And then when we did it, it was so worth it. It was so exhilarating to just get out over that mountain and (gasps)
1: kind of overcame our
2: fear. Oh, we did together. And it was together.
1: Mm -hmm. We bonded
2: because we did it together. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we could probably sit here and talk about old memories for a long time. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I know that we could. But... You know, it can be really difficult and intimidating to make new friends as we get older. Mm-hmm. So what, are, what would you say to people that are really searching, really longing for the, the deepness and, I, and the f- type of friendship that we, all, that we share? You know, what would you, how would you encourage people to, well, to I, search out? I think that um, people have to be honest with themselves to know that that's truly what they want. Mm-hmm because if that's what they want, they have to step forward into it. And sometimes that's very uncomfortable because people will say that they want that kind of friendship, but then they don't want to be as real or as honest Mm -hmm. about who they are, about their fears. They'd rather have that mask on or, you know, that um, persona that they've got it all together. And when you're a good friend with somebody, uh, I mean, I know that Tamra, doesn't have it all together, and she knows that hey. I don't, <laughs> and I don't have it all together either. But we know when we do, and we encourage that in each other. But um, so for the people who don't know that, I mean that they have to have that vulnerability with themselves, that willingness to risk that, and and to do whatever that takes. Sometimes um, people have had trauma in their mm-hmm. lives. Well, they've been hurt by friends before. They've been hurt by other mm-hmm. friendships and think, "Well, if I do it again, I'll be mm-hmm. let down again," and that's the risk every single time. But when you start weighing the risks versus the chances of having a really good relationship, I mean, what's the alternative? Right. To being alone. Right. And so it's worth the risk, I think. And sometimes it means that people have to work through their their trauma, go see that counselor. Um, if you don't have a friend, because that's what you need, go talk to somebody that can help you sort out through some of that stuff. Somebody at church or somebody, you pay a therapist. And when you go to therapy, they ask, what are your goals?
2: And they help you meet those goals to kind of figure things out. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: And step out. Step out of your comfort zone. Go out. There's so many women's groups in the Chippewa Valley mm-hmm. where you can meet other and women. And men's groups. And men's groups. Because be sure. dif- it's difficult for men too. It is oh difficult gosh, for, for sure. men. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to become close friends with the men. So I was talking about <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to step out. And some people um, just can't. They can't. Either they have you know, agoraphobia, or Mm -hmm. they're ill, or they Mm -hmm. they can't Mm -hmm. as easily. But then you welcome people into your your zone. And for our friendship, truly, you have to have like-minded people, but you become friends with people who have a commonality. And truly, what age are you? Are you the age that you truly are? Or are you much younger? Mm -hmm. You know, do you really love to do that young stuff? Like, the three of us love to do pickleball and run and no. and bike and okay. Well, she, you will golfer. Okay, <coughs> but golfing, but, but we hike but and we, we bike we, and we we when we do things we don't just sit. Right, mm-hmm. we do things together. So you have to find that commonality in your friends. In what do you like to do? Some people they find their great friendship in reading books together. Mm-hmm being in studies together. So whatever it is, you just have to seek that out and find it. Mm -hmm. But that's the key. You have to look for it because it's not going to just travel into the room. Mm -hmm. You can't just sit back and expect friendships to grow. I will say one more thing though too about Mm -hmm. finding that friend.
1: Sometimes like when you're younger, you try to find somebody or maybe even when you're older, you try to find the perfect friend yeah. and something somebody that you have something in common with and that they think like you even political views are mm-hmm. the same. And although those things can be um, helpful, I mean if you have if you have nothing in common, that's not great but something in common and yet, you're different. Because the three of us, we share some common things, but we're very different people. And we have each of us have our own quirks. Mm -hmm. And we each know what our quirks are. Uh, Everybody else's too. And I think, but we didn't in the beginning, we we did not learn that. Right. But I think we can even tease each other on some of the quirks, mm-hmm. which is kind of relaxing. I don't know. I just feel like that helps us let our guards down because it's like, you know, my weaknesses, my quirkiness, and you also know my strengths. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, we could probably keep talking and talking and talking, but looking at my time in how long a podcast usually lasts, what, what else could we talk about?
2: Oh, we need to talk about how many relationships we've been through, the marriages oh, yeah. and that. Oh, That's sure. That's what you wanted to bring sure. up. Sure. That's a good idea. Um, just going back to what's strengthening
1: yep, um, yep. our relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. what what we've all been through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess talking about um, from the time that we became friends, I mean, Tamara and I and then Lisa coming in, in the past... 20 years. Uh, My oldest son is 40 and has been married 20 years. And then going on down in our kids, we've um, attended each other's kids' weddings. Mm -hmm. We've had seven of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we've had um, grandchildren um, born. I have now, I have 12. Three were grafted in but you guys were there for all of them, all that whole thing. And for Tamra's and for years, Lisa, children, and we've had parents that have died. Been sick and died. Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. We've had traumatic situations in our families and hurts and pains um, and struggles with our extended, our family of origin stuff. So we, we've kind of lived through that. And I think perhaps that has not only strengthened our bonds, but strengthened us individually as Mm -hmm. well. Mm
2: -hmm. You just
1: said it all, Jerry.
2: Oh, did I? (laughs) Yep, you just said everything I was going to say. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, we've been through so much together, and the joy, you know, the joy in the births and the joy in the marriages and watching the struggles in the marriages— And then the pain of losing our parents. Mm -hmm. We've been through all of that together, and that just has helped us grow stronger. And Mm -hmm. think about, it it saddens me to think there's a lot of people that don't have that. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that everyone can, if they want to, they can. Mm -hmm. Reach out to people and just, you know, through different small groups, through coffee, coffee, (laughs) <laughs> want to have coffee? <laughs> Through coffee or going out and, and having a glass of wine or a meal together. We love to cook in the kitchen together. The three of us that's some of our best times. That's some of my best memories mm-hmm. with you two is because we laugh and dance in the kitchen. We yep. turn on the music. music. Jerry's got the moves. And we turn on the music and we just dance and laugh and cook together. And we solve all of the world's problems. We do solve all of them. <laughs> so I don't, know what's, I don't know what more there is to talk about because we fixed it all. <laughs> but yes, we. that is one of my favorite memories is dancing in the kitchen. And almost every time aside from sitting on the couch with a glass of wine after, we love to sit at the piano, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the three of us. And we can all play piano. Me, I say that lightly, very loosely. <laughs> but we can take turns doing that. We can all fill in different harmonies. And I think of our, our trio of friendship in that way too because we fill in the, the harmonies. We also fill those places in each other's lives mm-hmm. just like we do with our music yeah. because we can, we can mold to a different... Harmony, just like we can mold to a different place that we need to in the friendship at any time. Kind of adapting. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. You
1: know, one thing I did want to mention as you were talking families and joys and all that, another thing that I think has been really the challenging part, but the wonderful part, the challenging is when, um, like with our children, now they're a- adult kids, mm-hmm. but some of this, the decision, excuse me, decisions they've made um, that weren't the best and just kind of um, we have ideals for what our children's lives should look like and when they make certain decisions that is not that and how do we cope with that and we leaned on each other mm-hmm. through those mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. and now we look at them and we've pers- they've
2: persevered and they've grown and they've learned and it's all pretty mm-hmm. cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, and and I, if I can add... The love that I have for your kids and your grandkids and your kids, Lisa, that still call me Tamara, baby. I love that. (laughs) And just the love I have for your families, but especially the the deep, deep, intense love I have for both of you Mm -hmm. and how it didn't just happen. Mm -mm. You know, God brought us together as friends and we've nurtured that forever and we're just going to continue to make great Mm -hmm. memories. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of recap our
1: conversation a little bit today, it can be difficult as we get older to find new friends, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have to be vulnerable. Yes. We have to take risks. Um, You might find somebody and it might not work out. So there's that risk taking a little bit, but we have to, um, if we truly want, we have to want it. Yes. And so if that's true for you, then maybe we have to take a chance at inviting somebody for coffee or joining that book club or, or finding some area where you might be able to meet up with with somebody. Mm-hmm. So it is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, really encourage people to give it a try because really uh, having close bonds with somebody as you get older really truly is a wonderful thing. It's truly a blessing. It is. Uh, to say the least. So thank you so much, my dear friends, for joining me here today.
2: Thanks for asking. Yeah.
0: This is Tom from Volume 1. Thanks again to Lisa and to her guest. And thanks to you for joining us for the Journey Ahead podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley. Volume 1 presents this podcast in partnership with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County. And it's all made possible by Grace Home Respiratory and All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Learn more about this and our other podcasts at volume1.org.